0: Hello, besties! Welcome to Martinez with Eddie, your ultimate destination for everything Bravo. Join me as we spill the tea, dissect the drama, and uncork the juiciest gossip from your favorite reality TV show. Welcome to, what I said, one of the craziest couple of episodes, Um, recap, because... Um, as we know, Summer House and New Jersey are heading towards what you called the end of the season and both have drama. But I know Jersey drama, it's the craziest one. And I'm sure that many people are going to disagree with my uh, opinion. And that's completely fine. You know, I am always very uh, transparent that my opinion is a little biased because I have my favorite people on that show. But uh, this space is a very open space for everybody to share your opinion, your takes. And I'm hoping that we can have a conversation. I really hope that people send in what they think about the season finale of New Jersey, because I I have opinions. You guys. I have many opinions. And um, I would like to know how you feel about the season finale. Um, Before I continue, I want to remind you that if you need anything on Cameo, I'm on Cameo, you guys. Mother's Day is coming. Father's Day is coming. uh, Your besties, birthday, graduation, whatever, divorce. If you need a TED Talk, you know where to find me. As Martini with Eddie on Cameo. Let's go to uh, Summer House first. I want to make sure that you guys um know that it feels like summer house is um having a good season at least from my opinion especially with all the drama that has been happening i i i'm very how can i say it i like everybody on that show the person that I like the least is uh, Lindsay, and especially this season, I've been back and forth. You know, like one week I defend her, another week I, uh, I say my opinion on the way that she's treating Danielle and her friendship. Um, but honestly, you guys, I, I gotta be honest on this episode. On this episode that we just uh, watched, I'm honestly shocked by the way that Carl was reacting, you know, like covering the, the the uh the cameras, uh you know, huffing and puffing. I do believe, I do believe that um Lindsay is part of the problem because and just listen just listen to me why I know it's her engagement I know that and I said that in the previous episode that Danielle's behavior at her engagement was really um distasteful uh, unnecessary doing the most with the with the guest and all the stuff and honestly you guys um I did not like that but on this episode moving forward the fact that Danielle was not made aware of the engagement obviously is going to make her feel in some kind of way because she's been friend with Lindsay for over six years and like even Craig who pretty much just know them by default like he knows these people because he's been in and out of the house. Now he's, he's dating Paige. He said it, you know, the moment that Lindsay didn't need Danielle anymore. You no, know, She kicked her to the curb and it's a valid feeling. Um, with that said, with that said, I want to make sure you guys know that even though the behavior that Danielle had in the last episode at the engagement party, that it was so ridiculous, I also feel like Lindsay, it's the reason behind the way that Carl is behaving. You know, um if Carl didn't have didn't have Lindsay like in his ear and trying to always push the fact that Danielle mentioned to people that she was moving too fast. They will be in a different position. The fact that people from other places were let know, they let, they, they were aware of the engagement. Um, and the fact that Carl, you know, prepared all this stuff, obviously, um, uh, Is going to make Danielle feel in some kind of way. And those feelings are valid. I mean, this season of, uh, um, you know, Summer House has been a, a, a roller coaster. Because we start the season with Carl and Kyle going at each other for like three episodes. Now they are in a good place. Kyle was trying to help Carl to come down and understand what Danielle was trying to say and Danielle's, uh, you know, back then boyfriend was trying to say. Uh, and Lindsay jumped into the conversation and pretty much told Kyle to back off. You know, it, it's truly what shows me that the person that is trying to, to do the most now is is Lindsay. Uh Lindsay knows now that Danielle was not aware of the engagement party or anything like that. And it's not like she needed to know as like she needed to plan anything. But if other people who maybe haven't been on Lindsay's life as much as she has knew. That, that, to me, seems uh, a reason enough for Daniel feeling in some kind of way. I'm excited, yo, about next week, which is the season finale. Uh, there's such a sense of finally the summer being fun after half of a season just being home. Like... On the last episode they went on a yacht party it was two yachts one it was a big boat and the other one was a tiny little boat freaking hysterical and then after that they they went out they had a party at their place uh we saw Corey and Sam getting into the closet to do the deed I don't know what happened in that closet there's no cameras in that closet but by the way that you know, Sam looked at the at the cameraman and kind of like smirked and walked away, kind of like embarrassed. Like, that's the face of a walk of shame. So I, I, I wish we knew what was happening. I know Chris kind of like listened through the, the door and, you know, the, the, the sound of mooning was like part of the audio. So something was happening in that closet. Uh, Corey and Sam, they make a good couple. Uh, the moment that Corey stepped into the scene, it seemed like everybody's energy just changed for a for the good, you know, for the better. <sighs> One that is also doing the most is Craig. I don't know if you guys noticed. Uh, Craig was crying because he missed his mom's birthday or something, or his Yeah, that's what he was. And Paige, being Paige, she was like, I mean, dude, like, why are you crying? Like, whatever. But what I found really endearing is the fact that Craig went to Kyle to cry and show emotion, and that's not very common on like a guy on guy dynamic on TV, you know. I. People think that men showing emotion is a, is a sign of weakness, and I truly believe the opposite. I feel like when two men are able to express their emotion and, and find support on each other, that truly shows a strong character. Hiding your emotion is just going to make you bitter, angry, and truly, truly depressed. And it's good to have that one friend that you can go to and just open up. And that scene between Kyle and Craig, to me, was very important to be shown. Like, it could be just the alcohol. It could be just a uh, reaction to whatever they were doing, you know. Um, By showing him being just so open with Kyle, to me, was a very important part of this particular episode of Summer House. You wouldn't, you wouldn't expect this dynamic in that environment. And I'm not saying because uh, because it's toxic, you know, toxic masculinity or whatever. Uh, I think they truly have a bond. I th- really think this this cast have a true This cast has a true connection. They've been together for a long time. Everybody who's involved know each other for a very long time. So feeling that comfortable and so vulnerable is a sign that at least they feel safe in that place. And that's amazing, you know? The conversation of Craig and Paige getting engaged still uh, part of the, the talk of the group. And I want to know if you guys are watching Summer House, I mean, if you guys are watching. I want to know your opinion. Do you think that Craig needs to move to New York City to finally be able to be with Paige and build a future? Or you think... Page is the one who needs to move down to Charleston uh, for them to settle roots in the South. I honestly believe that in this relationship, the best option is for Craig to move to the city. And I'm going to tell you why. I mean, Craig has a business in the South that he can run from anywhere anywhere he wants. And he can visit the store whenever he needs to. Uh, he travels a lot because of that uh, that business that he has. So it makes more sense to be in a city where Paige can still blossom in her fashion, whatever she's doing. You know, she's been in a lot of fashion events. She went to the Met Gala uh, for E! News. Uh, she's been a lot uh seen on amazon we seen her at the new york times so from my perspective i think the smart way to do it it's craig moving to the city for page that's just my take if you have a different take please let me know and i can definitely read it here live or you can find me on instagram twitter you know let me know dm me I'm here for it, and if you share an opinion and you want me to share it on my, you want me to share on my live show, I can always do that too as well, because I wanted to make it as interactive as possible. <sighs> I think those were the main topics of conversation during Summerhouse. It's time, but you guys, it's time to talk about Jersey. I kept Summer House short and sweet because I do believe the jersey deserve a uh, special attention for this season finale. It was a doozy. It was crazy. It was explosive. Um, Everybody brought something to the table. Uh, People that I don't like also brought something to the table, which is fine. You, You want a cast that is activated. Um, I honestly um, have my opinions. Uh, I have a team that I like. So once again, like I did at the beginning of the show, I want to make sure that you guys know when it comes to Jersey, I'm a little biased but that doesn't mean that you can come on this platform and share your opinion with me. Uh, I'm very open. And if you do it respectfully, I appreciate you even more. So please share your thoughts. Um, I'm going to start by saying that Teresa definitely was worried about Luis and and Joe Gorga interacting. You can tell from the moment that she spoke with him in the previous episode that something was not right. The episode starts with like a flashback type of scene. Like it was already the day after the party and you see uh, Melissa Gorga talking to Dolores. Dolores... I like Dolores because in this moment, she was neutral. She wanted to check on Melissa and she was on her way to see Teresa. She let Melissa know that she was going on her way to see Teresa. She kept, So she kept it very honest. I like that. She's not playing uh, two-faced. She's not saying, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, but on, on the back, I'm also going to the other person, which remind me of people like, I don't know, Marge. But um, during this conversation, it seems like uh, Melissa let Dolores know that she's not going to the wedding anymore because of the rumor. Um, I have an issue with that excuse, though. I have an issue with what Melissa said about not going to the wedding. I, I'm going to tell you why. If Melissa knew for over six months about the rumor. Which, by the way, it's kind of strange that now she said six months. Maybe because that was when Louis called Joe Gorga. But let's not forget that in the previous season. I think it was last season. During an interview, uh, Marge said... That the cast was very aware of the rumor of Melissa Gorga having some kind of affair. I'm not saying that it's true, I'm not saying that I believe it, but from the mouth of the mouth, the mouth from the mouth, <laughs> uh, March said that the 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 you know, everybody in the show was aware of these type of rumors going around. So I really find that excuse very tricky to believe because even if it was just six months ago that she found out about it because uh, Joe Gorga had the conversation with Louis, then her mind was made up. She was not trying to hold anything. She was not like, oh, I'm going to be a good sister and whatever. No, if she was a true... Good sister, she would have at least, at least go to the wedding. But they didn't go. You know, we cannot change the event. But I also f- found the fact that she was so bothered by Teresa not making her a um, bridesmaid or not inviting her family truly truly weird if you were not planning on going to the party already you know all these dramatics is what makes me question the way that the gorgas you know work. And when I say the Gorgas is mainly Joe Gorga just to make that clear, I have a true dislike of Joe Gorga more than Melissa, you know? Because the real issue here has been Joe Gorga and 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 the fact that the, it feels like Joe Gorga is somehow... maybe jealous, maybe jealous of Teresa. Maybe jealous of the fact that she was the one who went on the show and became the star of the show. So when he wanted to jump on the show... He did it behind her back in the first place. And then the first thing that he did was call her piece of garbage in front of Gia at the Christianing. I mean, I'm not making this up. These are events that happened that if you connect the dots for the past 10 years, all my dislike of the Gorgas is mainly because... Joe seems very comfortable calling his own sister all type of names. I posted on my Twitter a video of a compilation of Joe Gorga's Treatment Towards Women. I I can't take credit for that video. uh, All About Truth posted it, and I think uh, Melissa's old knows the account made it. And it's truly eye-opening how, for many seasons, Joe Gorga has shown his true colors, and somehow everybody now is shocked by Lewis' reaction. I mean, I don't trust men in general. I think we all, and I include myself as a man, we all have traits that are toxic and and um, you know shady in some kind of way. I think it's just the male. Um, nature to be shady and to be uh uh you know hard to trust um whatever so for that reason to me it's very shocking to see how some people defend Joe Gorga and attack Louis when Louis has been in just one season and what I see is somebody who got tired of the dramatics, you know. Am I like a Louis fan? I'm not gonna say that I'm a Louis fan. I'm a Teresa fan. And if Teresa is happy with the man, let her be happy. And if the man is it end up being garbage, that will happen in the future. But in the moment, right now, what I see. Is Joe Gorga making himself look like an asshole and then go in a confessional and call another guy saying how this guy talks to women like that when he was yelling and huffing and puffing while he was down the shore talking to Teresa? I mean, we, we don't have to be hypocritical about it. We watch the show, you know. I'm going to read what Aaron said. I said, I could not get over someone for going for my marriage. I believe they were going on until that fight before. I think this is about Louis calling Joe Gorga um, privately and talk about the rumors. And that's a valid feeling, Aaron. I wanted to share that with everybody. Uh, Kane Cordova is saying that uh, Joe is is jealous of Teresa for sure, him living in his rental house, by the way. That's another stuff. I always find it very interesting when people defend Joe Gorga's uh, confessionals. I called out the fact that he said that he received a phone call from... Uh, Gia Judais telling him to leave Melissa Corga, meaning like he took it as leave Melissa, you know, like get a divorce. Andy Cohen calls Gia during the filming of the reunion and Gia said, I called Joe, but it was not to tell him to leave Melissa. And people are saying, "Oh, so you believe Gia more than Joe?" I say, "Hell, fucking yeah, I do." Because last time I checked, uh, just in this season, he said that he called. No, he said that uh, Dina's husband called him to talk about Louis, which I find very unbelievable because they don't like each other. They have never been body body. So why would uh, Dina call Dina's husband? Call him, you know. Then if we go back in history, the fact that he lied to his own parents for that house, for his parents' house, and he lost it. That's why his uh, family has to move you know, with uh, Teresa and, and all this stuff and everything that happened between them. Because Joe Gorga scammed his own parents for the house, so you're telling me, the me questioning the value of his information over Gia's. I'm, um, I'm the one on the wrong. Are you kidding me? Are we watching the same show? I don't think so. You know, um, Wise Metric is saying here. I hope it works for Dolores and the new guy, meaning uh, Polly. But you can never trust an Irish guy, but he's rich. Wise Metric, if you're still here, I want to know why you don't trust an Irish guy. That's a very, uh, uh, you know, strong uh, opinion. I want to know. I I want to know the tea. I mean, it seems to me that there is something right there that I want to know. Please, if you're still around Wise Metric, um, please send me a message. That'd be funny to know. Um, yeah. Uh, talking about Dolores, that party that they were having was uh, very funny, very fun. I love the river dance at the entrance of the house. Polly's house is just beautiful. It, it It's like a man's man house. Very modern, very sleek. Uh, and the fact that he wanted to do it for the guys because they weren't able to to go to Ireland with the girls and bring a little piece of Ireland to New Jersey. I felt that was very sweet and I'm happy for Dolores. I truly do believe that Polly and Dolores are a good match. I mean, Dolores has a very strong, powerful presence and she needs the type of man that can handle that presence and can always, you know, and also can be by her side. And defending her when it's time to defend her. She doesn't need somebody who... um, Bitches and and, and moon every time that that she does something or whatever, you know? That's why I believe Frankie uh, Sr. and Dolores were not a good match from the beginning. It seems to me that their personalities are just, like, going in different directions. And... I did not like that this whole entire season, Frankie, uh, Frank Jr., uh, I mean, Frank Sr., Frank Sr. spent the whole entire season trying to kind of like question or put in some kind of balance, you know, Polly's and Dolores' relationship as if he had any right to give an opinion on it. He's just the father of, of the kids but at this point as a couple as a relationship frankie and dolores have been done for a very long time frank has been dating somebody you know frank has been dating no britney i think is her name i hope i got it right um And Dolores has been very supportive of that relationship from the beginning. So, when it was time for him to return the favor, he sure put on a show for the show. There is a side of me that believes that Frank Sr. is very aware that now that Polly is in the picture, his time on Housewife is... Coming to an end, which explain why he goes after Louis at the reunion as a mouthpiece of Joe Gorga. That explains it all. it's said that Joe Gorga and Frank Sr. are trying to pitch a spin-off, like I guess like a traveling uh show or something. That's what I heard. So for Frankie, from Frank and and Joe Gorga to have the spin-off, they have to band together and kind of make a a presence on the show. And they decided to do it at the reunion. We will watch that next week. No, next week is is the the wedding, which, by the way, is really pretty. We will be talking about it. Um, Okay, Wise Metric is back. I got this, Uh, trying to explain, but YouTube keeps me blocking, but they have a tendency to cheat and drink too much. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. If there's any Irish guy around there and wants to debunk this information, you're very welcome to come on my show. But based on wise metric experience... Uh, There seems to be a tendency of cheating in the Irish, in between Irish guys and stuff like that. Um, That's that's great. (laughs) That's funny. Well, Kane Cardovas is saying, oh, no, Frank, Frank and Joe. Oh, Lord. Yes, it's true. Frank and Joe are trying to pitch a show. I don't know who's going to watch that mess because I'm not going to, I'm not interested. Uh, that little garden gnome needs to realize that his toxic masculinity is not interesting. It's so annoying. I have always said it. To me, Joe Gorga, it's the person who wanted to be a housewife. And that's why he made Melissa get on the show. I think he's the one who wanted to be like the, the full-time cast member. Um, Maybe he should put on a dress in a week and, and be on the intro next season. Maybe that would make him happy. Back to the, to the party. It was very interesting to me to see Melissa Gorga talking to Danielle as soon as she walked in. And they were talking and she insisted many times. You know, asking, you know, Danielle what she knew. She always, she she went and she kept going, asking question after question after question. And to be honest, that, at least personally, I'm talking about this personally. This is my opinion. When I was watching that, I was thinking, wait a minute. This line of questions seemed to me that are coming from somebody who knew that Danielle was aware of the rumor. Somehow, maybe another cast member, maybe production told her. Somebody made Melissa aware that Danielle knew the information and she went into this party ready to make a scene. Danielle was a better friend to Melissa than March has ever been ever I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you why. last time I checked when Melissa and Joe Gorga were having some ups and downs in their relationship in one season, March advice was for Melissa to go and find a uh, a baseball player. Like A-Rod, like Jennifer Lopez did. Am I lying or what? Am I lying or what? I want to know if I'm pulling this information out of my ass because that's what I remember it happened during that season. So she is advising her own friend to leave the marriage, to break the marriage, to find somebody rich. That's what she did. Because also, last time that I checked, that was exactly what March did, Right? She broke not only one, but two families. Her own and Joe Benignan, so they could be together. Well, that's what I think. But Danielle decided to go to Melissa, pull her aside, because she didn't say anything to Melissa in the presence of the other ladies. She made sure to pull her aside. Obviously, the conversation was going to be on film because they are filming a TV show. Let's not forget that half of these situations are produced for entertainment, even though they come from a real source, which is, you know, rumors happen outside the show, uh, dynamics changing, uh, a friend of March. You know, Spitting the Tea, Laura, who I love, that came on my show, and I have kept in touch with her. All this stuff happened in real life, correct? But for that to make sense to a viewer, producer have to produce stuff. They have to, to put uh, these pieces together. And that conversation happened just between Melissa and Danielle, ...with cameras around. She didn't do it in front of the other ladies. Like Danielle said, if she wanted... ...she could have easily had said it... ...during that dinner in Ireland. But she did not do that. Uh, Julie Burnell, how are you? Thank you for joining today. She just said... March was friends with Joe's wife, Joe Benigna... When they got together, obviously, Uh, Laura should be a friend of on the show. Can you imagine the drama? I 100% agree with Laura being a friend of because she has a connection in the show, which is being Marge's friend for, what, over, I don't know, what, 40 years or whatever? They've been friends since kids. They are childhood friends. And now she has a connection to uh, Jennifer and Teresa because she was the one who reached out to them. That's another stuff that I'm tired of this twisted information that people believe because they side with one couch on this show. Are you talking couch as like the two teams, you know, in a reunion? On one side is one team and the other side the other one. Well, when people agree with Marge, Melissa and Jackie and... Uh, Fuda, which by the way, she looked pretty, but that was it. She gave nothing. Absolutely nothing on this finale. So uh, literally. So when you agree with that side of the, the couch, right? I um uh, I think it's uh I mean it's it's to me, it's interesting to see that because. Oh my gosh, I just, <laughs> I just went blank. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Honestly, when you when when you agree with the other side of the couch, what you're doing is, yeah, you, you are being biased and all the stuff. Like I am being biased, but we cannot we cannot deny. We cannot deny that some facts are true. Like, for example, Laura being a friend of Margaret. Being the fact that, you know. Laura was the one who reached out to Teresa and Jennifer. Uh, Like I was saying before, I'm tired of this, uh, this twisted narrative that Teresa and Jennifer looked for this information when this information literally fell on their lap. And no, Teresa did not mention anything during this season. Let's make that clear. Because a lot of people are saying... Oh, it's Teresa saw this comment because she talked about Melissa's rumor. If you are watching the show, if you are watching the season, Teresa did not mention this once on camera. She only had a conversation with Jennifer and Danielle about Laura reaching out to them and telling them information about you know, the cast members, information that March shared with her, but she never specified the information. And when Jennifer told Danielle, Danielle was pushing her to tell her. To the point that even in her confessional, Danielle said, I wish I didn't push these buttons and I wish I never knew about this whole entire rumor situation because now I'm in a position w- where I know what these people are talking about about somebody who has been kind of nice to me. Uh, Julie Burnell says Fuda brought nothing to the show, and Simmons double down saying Fuda was awful. I agree. I agree. I 100% agree. Looking back to this season, and I want to know exactly what Food I brought to the show. I want to know what brought to the show where you can say, you know what? That was really good for a first-time housewife. She was pretty. Like uh, Aretha Franklin said, pretty dresses, P- pretty dresses. that's it. There was no substance. Nothing. Especially during the season finale. Many people online were telling me a couple of weeks ago that Danielle had this really bad habit of walking away from conversation and confrontations. And I said to them, because I already have watched the finale. I said, wait for the finale. You have no idea what's coming. My girl is going to deliver. And I believe that if Danielle wasn't offered a full-time position by that point, that party was the uh kind of the seal of approval because she gave us everything. That episode, that season finale was all about Danielle yes the conversation was about you know Teresa versus Melissa and the rumor the March started by telling that rumor to Laura but the person who set up the the you know the place for this to happen was Danielle if Danielle didn't approach Melissa if Danielle didn't Uh, stand up for herself to to march then I would say she flopped but last night the way that she dragged Margaret the way that she unintentionally planted the seed for an explosive season finale because she said herself I have no I have no tactic here. I have no plan. I'm just gonna sit down with Melissa and see how it goes. She was expecting Melissa to laugh it off. I don't believe it, let's move on. And just like Danielle, I'm also tired of Miss March getting away with everything. Because it's true. Nobody would be talking about this if Miss March wasn't talking to her friend. About her co stars. The person who needed to get the heat was Marge. Just like Kane, uh, that's how Kane Cordova said Melissa needs to go after Marge. I do agree. And like Aaron is saying here, Aaron just sent me a message saying Danielle was trying to do right by Melissa. I believe that. It was very obvious. It was very obvious that Danielle just wanted to let her friend know. What is really sad is that even though she tried to do the right thing, she was at the end of the episode, if you guys pay attention, the person who was blamed for it by Melissa. That's when, that's when Danielle said, you know what? Think what you want to believe. I don't give a fuck. And March walked away like nothing happened. Like she wasn't the person doing that. And people ask me why I believe March as this uh, arsenal carrier. March has taken time to look for dirt on Jennifer Aiden and her family. That's not a secret. That was literally the uh, the storyline from last season. Something that happened ten years ago, and she used that as ammunition towards Jennifer Aiden. So, do, do I think that March was probably looking there on the Gorgas? Most likely. Or maybe somebody told her and she repeated it to her friends. But she didn't tell Melissa. Or she didn't tell Joe Gorga. If it didn't happen, if it was just a rumor that fell. On March Lab, she sure didn't have the time to call her so-called friend to let her know that people are chitty chatting on the streets of Jersey about a possible affair. Erin said, Erin said, now I might not be Marge's biggest fan, but I can't just take Lauren's words. She said this with the ghost with Lauren and Marge. They are in such a bad place. Hard to believe anything the others said about them. I mean, yes, they are in a really bad place. Terrible place, by the way. Um, I, I, I choose... To believe Laura versus March, Because at the end of the day, I think Laura put herself in a position that if she wanted to be on Housewife, this is not the way to get on the show. By creating outside drama. And we know that Andy Cohen is not a big fan of that. He doesn't like when the drama is not part of the show. He had said it. And he, I'm reading his book, actually uh the daddy diaries that he just uh the daddy diary that just was that he just released a couple of days ago and he and he repeatedly says that he hates when housewife leak any information uh, he was talking about Beverly Hills he was talking about other franchises and he doesn't like when when the drama happens outside the show because you can't control it so it happens so you have to scramble to make it make sense to the viewers. So I think if Laura really wanted to be on the show, this, this was not the way to do it. And I mean, it just it, it just to me is just putting in a balance what I know based on what I have been watching for the co- the past couple of years. For example, another example, the Louis situation last season. The video, the constant leaking, uh, trying to be friends with Louis' uh, ex-girlfriend or whatever. That was the reason why Laura contacted Teresa in the first place. Laura contacted Teresa because she wanted to let her know that Marge was still out there trying to find dirt on Louis. And it's really funny to me. And and I'm going to tell you why. Many of the bloggers, they have all this exclusive um, about Lewis life. It's very interesting how they are somehow connected to Marge, either follow, either she likes all their posts, or um, they meet for lunch and dinners, or... Magically, they buy a oven for them because last time I checked the whole oven pizza, the pizza oven thing that happened when a fan quote unquote bought the oven. But like two days ago, they posted a cryptic uh, message on, on their stories on Instagram. You know, and like, if you're going to do something, just just keep your mouth Shot and don't post anything online because you are giving away everything. That's why this whole surprise uh, pizza oven at the Reno never happened because it was leaked even before by the same people who bought it for March. It's, I mean, I, 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 yeah, put one and one together. All this behind the scenes kind of playing uh, chess and trying to find different people. I mean, it might sounds crazy, but if you follow the tracks that sometimes are very messy, like that pizza oven situation, I mean, it's your choice. I mean, if you like March, good for you. Like I said before, I'm very biased. But even though I'm biased, I still try to find a sense of the situation. Like I will see it as a, from my perspective as a person, not as a reality TV star. What makes sense to me? And if somebody has the tendency of going out of their way to find dirt on people, it's not so hard for me to believe that somebody close to them for many, many years, doesn't know anything. And suddenly what she's saying is a lie. It makes sense to me that somebody who likes to find dirt on people, then go to her house, call her closer friends and talk about that dirt. Because let me tell you one thing, as a person myself, if I have dirt on somebody or if I heard a gossip, you best believe I'm calling my best friend. And I hope that me and my best friends are always in good terms because, oh my gosh, the dirt that my friend will have on me. Be nuts. Crazy. Same way in all, all, the, all the way around. If my friend and I had a fight, I have a freaking arsenal on my friend because we share everything. So maybe from that perspective, it's not... So hard to believe, and it's not a reach for me to believe that a friend of March for many many years, for forty years from childhood, somehow she's making up situation with date, with location. I mean, the specific of the information is crazy. If it was very vague, or the uh, the story changed from one place to another one, and I have made my research. I have listened to pretty much every single interview that Laura did because I wanted to make sure that what she told me matches with what she told the other podcaster and the other person, because that is just my job as somebody who wants to find some kind of truth behind this whole situation and share it with you guys. I mean, we do this because we enjoy the mess. We like messy reality TV show. That's the reality of it all. So... Honestly, you guys. I mean, from friend to friend. We we are friends here. If you had some kind of gossip, some hot stuff, some good stuff, that you're just waiting to like, tell somebody, who do you call? You don't call the ghostbusters. You call your friends, your closest friends, your best friends, because you know you can trust each other. The problem happens when there is a fallout. Maybe that tea is going to be spilled. I mean, that's just my opinion, you guys. Uh, and I hope I hope you guys are enjoying this because for me, bringing this tea to you guys is just like talking to a friend, you know? You guys are my friends. And Jersey, Jersey has that very, you know, Dividing vibe. Like you are either Team Teresa or Team Melissa. I think all of us, podcaster, content creators, I had seen it, I did it myself. This morning, we all were asking our followers, Are you Team Teresa or Team Melissa after this finale? And God knows that that thread and all the replies and the votes are nuts. We are fighting over this like it's going to cure cancer (laughs) because we love this another thing that I want to say about this and I want to be very clear because once again we are talking about women that we don't know personally please I'm asking you guys not the ones that listen to me and stay with me this whole entire time because I know you guys are very respectful but when you go on a content creator post and you don't agree with their opinion, please, if you, are, if you have anything to say, do it in a very respectful way. Because going after somebody in a personal level just because we have different opinions on Housewife, to me, it's, it's, it's kind of disgusting. And it has happened to me. It has happened to many, many people that I know that make uh, Bravo content creation and post. And especially with very divisive uh, uh, franchises like New Jersey and Beverly Hills, people take that so personally that they attack the content creator instead of just sharing their opinions. And don't worry, if you come for me, trust me, I'm going to come for you too. I have no problem cutting a bitch. I have no problem to call that bitch out. No problem. I'm from Jersey. You do not want me to go Jersey on you. I'm not from Patterson, so it's not like I'm Patterson Eddie. But yeah, do not. And I'm saying this because as Jersey ends a lot of this like heated conversations and very hot topics are going to just be over with too and then we're going to jump into the next franchise so we got to learn we got to learn you got to we got to learn how to how to have an argument with people based on opinions do not attack the person do not go around trying to find their family emails that's crazy Crazy. And talking about crazy, I'm so ready for this uh, wedding episode. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's fun. Drama is going to be there. We saw it happening uh, as the wedding was happening. We saw the pose from the Gorgas. We saw the pose from the Judaises. It's going to be dramatic. One thing that made me happy last night was uh, watching What Happened Live. You guys know that I interview Melissa from. I interview Melissa from Namaste Bitches. You know uh, Teresa's co-host. I'm obsessed with her. I love her. She looked amazing and beyond on Watch What Happened Live. She was the bartender, and honestly, she has the potential for a housewife. I would like to see her on. Housewife of New Jersey because she has the perfect personality for it. She's fun. She is friend with Teresa. They have a business together. That is a story, a strong storyline right there. So I'm hoping that she actually makes her way to real Housewife of New Jersey as a friend of, as a full time, God knows, but I do think that she has what it takes. On the other hand, we have Teresa last night being as open and honest as possible she was you know she gave straight answers she was asked about uh, if she think that joe and melissa getting a divorce will fix the problem between the families she was very clear she said no many times during last night episode um the funniest part happened on the after show. For those who don't watch, watch What Will Happen Live after show, it happens on Twitter right after the show ends. So when the show ends on Bravo, go to Twitter immediately. There's always like five, 10 minutes extra for the after show. I've been a caller, a virtual caller for both, for the actual show and for the after show. Usually the after, usually the after show is when the crazy shit happens because since it's not broadcast on the network, you know, there's no bleeping, you know, causing wars. People get drunk during the after show. That's when the crazy shit happens. So if you watch the Watch What Happened Live and you want the extra tea, You go to the after show on Twitter. So on that after show last night, what I call a iconic housewife move was Teresa brought a gift to Andy Cohen for his new house and Andy's happily opened the box. And when he opened the box, surprise is that goddamn pizza oven that everybody was fighting over. Uh, she brought it for Andy. Uh, obviously, I think it was more like a shady way to say fuck you to those who are trying to, you know, to use that as an ammunition toward her. Because, like I said before, March took the time to buy one to take it to the reunion and the producer shot her down. So... Teresa was like, you know what? I'm going to bring one for Andy. It was a shady way of saying, in a petty way of saying, fuck you to those who were just trying to do that to me. At the same time, it proved one thing. This pizza oven situation was so taken out of context. And I'm going to explain it real quick because obviously she wanted to end the season by making sure that she's not trying to hide this pizza oven or anything like that. Let me explain the pizza oven uh, drama. If you were paying attention, Joe Gorga brought this idea to Louis. Louis paid $250,000 for the production of this oven. Allegedly, it was Joe Gorga's idea. Joe Gorga got pissy when he asked for 50 percent of the profit of you know of this pizza open and louis was like uh, uh no like hey, what the fuck? i'm the one paying for everything and you're just gonna come here and ask for 50 percent off the whole uh sales of the oven hell no you're getting five percent." joe gorga said no and decided to not go ahead with the business. The ovens were already produced. So what is Louis gonna do with that stuff? That's when Teresa said, let's just rebrand it and try to sell it. But for my understanding, the, uh, these ovens can be sold until some legal stuff happened, because then we found out as somebody made their way on the internet to find out that that oven, I think the the uh, the design was owned by somebody in Jersey who happened to be Joe Gorga's friend. They went to their party at their pizza place. There are pictures. And they sell these little ovens, the same one, exactly the same ones. So for legal purposes, reasons you can't sell a product that somebody else owns so that's why louis lost money that is that's the story so it's not like louis uh stole anything from joe joe started with taking somebody else's idea without knowing that he couldn't sell those for legal reasons and then he wanted 50% 50% off. I mean, 50% off the, the profit. That's, that's not how businesses work. If the whole entire chunk of cash is coming from Louis. So that's the story. So right now, those ovens are sitting in a warehouse because they can be sold. And many people are saying, and many people are saying... That Teresa is just going to donate them. That's why she gave one for free to, to Andy. If you look for those ovens anywhere, you can't find them. You can't buy those. They're not out there for sale, which makes me question, how did the fan got it? I know they bought it from eBay, but how did eBay people got it? Was it a gift? Was it somebody who maybe was part of the production people that got one for free and then they put it on eBay? I want to know that part because if you look for these ovens, the skinny Italian ovens anywhere, you can find them. They're sitting in a warehouse. Also, before we close this Jersey chapter... How do you guys feel about this whole uh, Louis hiring a personal investigator to find dirt on all the castmates? Do I believe it happened? He said no. And Teresa said no. Uh, he said that it was just heat of the moment. But if it actually happened, I, I'm going to say this. I think he probably hired a personal uh, investigator to get there on March and the Gorgas. He's not going after Dolores. He's not going after Jennifer. He probably doesn't even care about Rachel Fuda and Danielle, obviously, because they're friends. My gut feeling says... That the only reason why he would think on getting a personal investigator would be to find their on you know the people he does not like, which are the Gorgas and Margaret. Does it make it okay? I would say no if Margaret didn't spend time of her own life trying to befriend his ex pulling out videos from many, many years ago to kind of damage his image and maybe looking for dirt on Jennifer Aiden and her marriage. So if somebody moves in, sometimes, I don't believe on this, like, uh, you know, whatever people say, like fire, like you don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like Teresa with sayings, I'm not really good at them and I'm always trying to do it. You guys, I think by now you guys know when I try to say like a saying or a quote, it just like goes south from there. But what I'm saying is like, you know, some people say like, um, like you you don't do the same, you don't go as low as somebody else. If somebody is doing something dirty, you don't go to the low level, you know, you kind of try to rise above the dirt. But for some people, you have to go as low as they go to get them, to make us like you know, to put a stop on their shit. Sometimes you have to go low when somebody's being the lowest towards you. I know uh, Michelle Obama said when they go low, we go high, but sometimes. There's some type of people that are so um, malicious that it takes some extreme tactics to make them stop. And that's how I feel. I'm not saying that that's what happened. Once again, I want to make sure that we know that this is just my opinion. So... Do I think that him going out of his way to find a personal investigator is okay? No, I don't think it's okay. But other people have done it. And some people don't care. The people who are saying, oh my gosh, Louis hire a, a personal investigator. Oh my gosh, he's going to the extreme. We had that happening in Salt Lake City. Not that many people say a damn thing where Meredith Mark hired a personal investigator to look into whatever was happening within the group. I don't remember this huge outrage. Maybe I just didn't pay attention because it's hard to follow Salt Lake City fans sometimes. But honestly, with all honesty, I had never seen that much outrage for trying to find dirt on people than what I saw last night with Louis from people who support Marge. Out of all the people, out of all the people, you're telling me that you think it's bad to hire people. To find dirt on them when the person that you support and kind of make excuses for is actually doing the same. Somebody has the audacity to uh, go on my Twitter and say like, oh, um, March was right about Bill Aiden and Jennifer Aiden. It's like, who gives a fuck? That happened 10 years ago and they did not deny it. Jennifer Aiden actually corrected corrected March information saying, like, it wasn't the pharmacist. It was, like, the nurse or whatever or the assistant. She corrected right away, the secretary. She was like, yeah, I know. What are you trying to do? I know. So that's why when he said, like, oh, I I hired some uh, personal investigator, I was like, ooh, I don't know, man. Why would you do that? But on the other hand, the same people on your show the same for you because a lot of the stuff that are leaked about louis come from margaret's uh camp allegedly um, just to make sure i don't want i don't want no cease and at my door because it seems to happen a lot in the housewife world lately but allegedly march had time so maybe other people have time too um I am going to share what Sugar Ison said right here. I think Lou is doing the same thing Joe Judas is doing. I believe that it's quite true in a way. Because Joe Judas was once again friend with Gorga, with Joe Gorga. The, I mean that garden numb, that little meatball, you guys. I believe that he's the toxic person in the group. He is the person that gets away with everything because people like Melissa. And Melissa out there defending him. When so many times, you know, so many news out there saying that he cheated on his co-workers, he didn't pay the people in the construction stuff, that he does fake remodeling homes. I mean, it's out there. It's, it's, it's being on the news. It's not like I'm just pulling from the Gaza blog. This was on the news when he was using fake pictures for remodeling homes. And I've been asked here by Julie what I think about Louis, and I'm gonna end my um, I'm gonna end my podcast right there with this question: uh, What I think about Louis? I'm going to say this and I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. I listen to me. I understand Louis in this way, when he tried to mediate between, uh, Teresa and the Gorgas, he was called piece of shit. Uh, uh, no balls. by Joe Gorga, he told him that he was going to jump across the table and punch him in the face. I don't think Louis was trying to be friend with, with Joe Gorga. I don't believe that. I don't think he was genuinely trying to be a friend to him. But I think he was doing it for Melissa, For I mean, Teresa. So she could have the wedding she wanted with her family there. The moment that he spoke to the Gorgas in, uh, down the shore that changed everything, and he was like, you know what? They're not going to change. They don't care. Why should I care? So that's when we saw kind of Lewis's feelings towards the Gorgas like, really come out. On the other hand, I said it before. I don't trust any men. I don't trust men until they prove me wrong. I see all men as toxic, including myself, until they prove me wrong. I believe that every man walking on this planet is garbage. Including myself. So I just want Teresa to be happy. I just want Teresa to be happy. I love Teresa. I'm a tree hugger. I have no problem saying it. People might not like it. People go to my Twitter account calling me biased, calling me a tree hugger. Yes, I had never denied it. So what's your point? (laughs) Um, But yeah, to me, Louis is somebody that I associate with Teresa. And if he is so far making her happy. And that's what we see and what people are saying. I'm going to believe that and hope that he's truly at least a decent man to treat her right. I think also people tend to make a lot of really ugly judgments online. I had read some stuff on Twitter People writing stuff about Louis that even though we don't know this man, we don't know him in person, these people feel very comfortable calling him different things that are really ugly. Like red flag, like like. Um, some people kind of said like, oh, he probably s- sexualizes Teresa's daughter. Comments like that, that are very disgusting. Uh, you know, like, I'd be afraid to bring my daughters around this man. And, like, you don't know them. You don't know this man. You don't know anything that's happening behind the scenes to make this type of judgment. So s- stick to just, if you don't like Teresa, don't like Teresa. If you don't like Louis, don't like Louis. But some commentary online are very disgusting, you know? That's just my take on the whole thing. And if you are enjoying the steaks, besties, you know where to find me. Twitter, Instagram, as Martini with Eddie for the extra tea. Also, like I always say, if you like my podcast or if you don't like it, if you disagree with my opinion, maybe just subscribe. Maybe you'll be surprised. We'll, we'll, we, maybe we don't agree on Jersey, but we might agree on Beverly Hills, on Atlanta, on Salt Lake City, Miami, Miami summer house, anywhere. We have many Bravo shows and I'm pretty sure one of them, you will agree with me. But if you like my takes, if you don't like my takes, I invite you to follow me on um, YouTube, subscribe to my uh, podcast. Please, please, please. If you do subscribe, also rate my podcast because the way that we podcasters and content creators survive is by you guys showing us some love. Also, like I said before, I got a cameo, guys. I'm on cameo. So if you want a fun, fun video for anything, your divorce, your engagement, your wedding, your birthday, your gender reveal, your uh, tech talk, you are depressed and need somebody to make you laugh. I'm here. I'm a clown. I like to make voices. I, I, I'll i do whatever you want me to do for that laugh. It's only 20 bucks. Cheap Uh, but affordable cheap sounds ugly i'm affordable (laughs) thank you you guys thank you so much um i'll be here tomorrow because tonight we have the olympics of bravo we have the finale of bend upon rules and Ariana on her first interview after the scandal on Watch what should happen live, live. And trust me, I'm going to bring all the receipts tomorrow. We're going to sit down and I'm going to be announcing some of their podcasters and content creators who are going to join me on a amazing panel next week and the following three weeks. Recapping and talking everything that's happening and it's going to happen on the Vanderpump Rules Reunion, the start next week. So once again, you guys, have a great night. Have an awesome, awesome night. If you need to reach me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. And last but not least, like I always say, oh, send me a DM. I'm always always replying. So if you want to share with me anything, any ideas, whatever, you know where to find me. Besties. Bye, besties.